Yeah, I think it's going to be quite a bit different than last year, but um, it's, it's crazy. It's only three shots, but it, I feel like it'll feel a lot different when I'm out there. I, I think it's going to feel more normal. I'm going to be able to go about my normal game a little bit better. Um, I think I just need to not get as wrapped up and um, as everyone scores as opposed to just me playing playing golf and, and playing this place as well as I can because it is a place that I have played well and I do really like. And, um, you know, I, I, I need to not play defensive. And, um, and, you know, when I have the opportunity to make some birdies, try and do it. Thanks a lot. Just a reminder of the media, if you can type in the chat function that you have a question, we'll call on you. First question comes from Doug Ferguson, Associated Press. Morning, champ. How you doing? Hi, Doug. So the guys that, and take yourself out of the equation for a minute, but but for those who are starting 10 shots behind, what, how would you handicap their chances? And and uh, do, you, do you find it to be doable? I, it's doable. It's, it's not very very doable but it is I think it'd be one thing if you know they were 10 back of one person but it's there's a lot of there's 25 people ahead of them uh, I think and that's the hard part it's you know I think if 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 you gave me at even par and you gave x player at 10 under par and it was just us two I think I'd have a better chance of catching them because he's going to be playing to me as opposed to just playing to play uh, whereas you know, DJ won't be looking at the people at even par because there's people at one, there's people at two, there's people at three, four, five, et cetera. So, uh, but it's it's weird because, you know, if you don't have a good third or Friday this week, if you don't have a good first round, then realistically your chances are, are probably out. But at the same time, uh, you know, when you came in 25 to 30 in the FedEx Cup, you knew that you had to have a lot of things happen and go your way for you to have a chance. Do you think, this is kind of hypothetical, but mm -hmm. do you think if we have that year where, where, let's say, one through six just have a pretty middling week and someone down at that spot lights it up for the week and wins the FedEx Cup, do you think he'll be perceived differently uh, as, a, as a fluke winner or an undeserving winner compared with if one of the top guys had won? I mean, you can say what you want, but they definitely will from somebody. Uh, that, that's just the fact of the matter. And um, but at the end of the day, there's there's been plenty of teams that have won Super Bowls and World Series and NBA championships that aren't deserving. You people would say, or, or aren't the best team. But at the end of the day, what's that? Nothing. What's that? Well, you can't really talk about Alabama. I don't know what, if Oklahoma is really much in a place to talk. But that's that's for another time, Doug. Um, yeah, absolutely, it is. Um, but it's just, it's just the way that it is. And, uh, it is, you know, it would be a bummer. You could have an instance where someone wins nine, 10 times in a season and gets sick this week or, or rolls an ankle and then finishes 20th or 30th. And that, yeah, that would be unfortunate. And that I don't think is deserving, but at the end of the day, it's, it is what it is. And we know that coming in and, uh, you just need to perform well at the tour championship to, to win. And that's just, that's the end of it. Thanks. I'll hang up in shame. <laughs> Next question comes from Steve Amiglio, USA Today. Steve? Justin, a couple for you. What do you like about this golf course? Why do you like it so much? I just love it because it's right in front of you and it's fair. It's 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 similar to last. It's, it's di very, very different to last week, but it's similar to last week in terms of if you hit the fairway, you can – you can make birdies, but if you don't hit the fairway, you're busy trying to make par. And I just, I absolutely love golf courses like that. Um, 
I mean, if you hit the fairways out here, it's, it's especially as soft as it is this week. It's it's not a very difficult course. It's uh, it, it's not overly long, although it is soft and will be playing longer. It's um, you have a lot of of short scoring clubs in your hands to where you can get it on the green, and the greens are so pure you can you can make a lot of putts and and you can shoot you know three, four, five under and. Uh, but if you're not driving it well and you're not hitting it well, it's very, very tough to to stay around par and break par. And I think that's why you see scores like you do every single year here. You know, you see 60, 65s and 6s, and you see 75s and 6s. So I think that's a sign of a great golf course when you see big disparity like that. Okay. And if you could take me back, what does it say about the PGA Tour that since the restart after the 13-week break, you guys have uh, continued to play week after week after week after week. Travel in this country hasn't been a work stoppage, while other leagues have uh, struggled uh, at, at various times. What does it say about what you guys have done to get from colonial mm-hmm. to here? Uh, I don't think there's really a word that I can say or, or really anything I can say to describe how how impressive it is. I mean, the tour had a, a great plan in place. Uh, but most importantly, they stuck to it, and we stuck to it. Um, everybody did everything that they could. We obviously had some some little things kind of go on there at the beginning of the restart, but it just it, it was a team it was a, a team effort. It's not like you know Commissioner Monahan could just say, "All right, guys, everyone needs to do this, and then it's done. It's all going to happen. Everyone needs to do their part." And that includes the tour officials, the staff, the workers on the grounds of the tournaments, the the caddies, the players, the people in the bubble, the trainers, the physios. Everybody needs to do what they are told and what they should be doing for because it's it's a selfless decision. You can't do stuff that's going to benefit you that could jeopardize the entire tour. And everyone's done an unbelievable job of that. And uh, to make sure that. We're here in Atlanta this week, and it really hasn't even been a question if we've if we were going to get here or not since we've started. And uh, I, I think that's um, extremely impressive, and I know that all of us are very happy, and it feels very normal. And you know, hopefully, we'll continue to do it. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Steve. Next question comes from Ben Gavick with the PGA Tour. Ben. Hey Justin, I was just wondering uh, from T to Green, what makes the par five 18th here at East Lake a unique closing hole? Uh, it's a, it's it hitting the fairway is huge. I mean, if you hit the fairway, it's a it's a very very good birdie opportunity. I mean, pretty much everybody can get around the green in two, uh, barring a you know a big big headwind. But um, yeah, it's just you get the ball in play, and you can either get it on the green or around the green, in a place where you can get it up and down, but you miss the fairway then you're dealing with to have a good enough lie to get it over the water and then okay if I can get it over the water can I keep it short of the bunkers or do I have enough control to know where it's going to go to leave myself a good number so it's very similar to a lot of holes out here where if you get the ball in play it's in front of you it's it's not terribly difficult but if you get it out of play you just need to be smart to make sure you don't compound any mistakes cool thank you all right Dan Moriarty from CNN you're next Good morning, Justin. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Um, the, the top three players in the world rankings mirror the uh, FedEx Cup standings entering the Tour Championship. Uh, how, how do you feel your game is trending in these playoffs to see you win another FedEx Cup title uh, come Monday? I've had a good couple of days of practice this week. I mean, I, I would, 
I definitely haven't played well in the playoffs. I mean, for, for my standards, I, I've struck the ball, uh, I would say, poorly. Um, I've not – I didn't – Boston was tough because the scores were so low to where if you're not fully on, um, you know, you have to shoot 64 or 5 every day just to hang. And, you know, shooting a couple under uh, isn't really going to do it at a place like that. And um, I, I had a hard time reading the greens in Boston, and then I, I kind of – wasn't hitting it close enough to make anything in Chicago, so I, I really haven't played very well the first two playoff events. Uh, I felt like I played a lot better on Sunday and uh, got had a nice day's rest on Monday and good work in Tuesday, good work in yesterday to where I, you know, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better because I know I don't need to play my my absolute best to uh, to win this tournament and to have a good chance. I I need to just manage my game better and just get my dispersion tighter and um, and just be a little bit better because I know this golf course, you don't have to be perfect to, to play it well. You just need to be, you need to manage the out here, if you will. So I think that's a big thing for me this week is just kind of getting those loose shots a little tighter to where, you know, I'm not making as many bogeys to where I, you know, maybe instead of going in the left bunker, it's on the left side of the green, or instead of going in another fairway, it's just maybe just in the edge of the rough kind of thing. So that's uh, that's something I've been working on these last couple of days to try to get myself in better shape. And, and what would it mean to lift the, another FedEx Cup title come Monday for you? Yeah, it would mean a lot. It, it's not really something I could probably put into words, and, and hopefully I'll be able to tell you on Monday what it feels like. But... Uh, I got a lot of golf to go between now and then. Uh, I know that I have a great opportunity and I'm in a great position to do so. But at the end of the day, I, I just I need to go out and execute better than I have been lately because if I play like I have uh, these last two weeks, I uh, I just don't think it'll be good enough to be perfectly honest. So I, I you know I need to I need to really focus in and and get everything going. But it would be a, a great honor. But again, have a lot of golf to go and a lot of good players to beat to do that. Thank you. Okay, we've got about four more questions. Next one's from Brian Wacker with Golf Digest. Brian. Hey, JT. Um, take this week out of it. Um, who's your Who's your player of the year? Me. Get your vote. <laughs> Perfect. Um, secondly, um, going back to what Steve had asked you about the pandemic, um, two things to that. Um, was there ever a point um, where you wondered that you guys would get to this point? Uh, as successfully as you did, and, and secondly, do you ever get a sense that maybe um, guys stepped up their efforts, particularly um, after the first few weeks and so forth? I think so. I think uh, I guess what was it kind of around the like Hilton Head Travelers areas where we had, right. um, you know, kind of. I mean, for us, it was a spike. It was just a couple, but which is just a, a huge testimony itself. But. Um, or testament itself, but I think that I, I just think that that was kind of an eye opener for everybody. It was like, okay, we can't just go live our normal lives. We can't just go do what we want. Kind of like I said to Steve earlier, is that it's just it's bigger than you. It's bigger than uh, it's the entire tour. And once people, I think, started realizing it and could grasp the idea that. I'm making decisions not for myself. I'm making it based for the tour so that everybody can continue to play. It's not just so I can continue to play golf. It's so every single person that wants to tee it up on the PGA Tour the rest of the season, if everyone wants to do that, then maybe I don't go to this place that has a lot of people. Maybe I don't go on this vacation that I wanted to go on because I know that it could be risking something. Um, 
And obviously, I don't know what everyone did in their off time, but whatever it was, it was good. Um, and I, I just, I'm like I said earlier, I'm very proud of the tour and everybody involved to make sure that we've gotten here because it's uh, it's it really really says a lot and it's uh, quite an accomplishment in itself. Great, thanks. Yeah. Three more questions. Next one comes from Bob Harry with ESPN. Bob. Great, thanks, Justin. Um, when you won the FedEx Cup, in the immediate aftermath of that, uh, you know, obviously in the heat of the moment, your first emotions were to, to be upset about not winning the actual tournament. That's not a case that, that that really can't happen anymore. And I'm wondering if, from your standpoint, that's better that that it's just one winner and you don't have to worry about you know juggling both. I mean, no matter what the format is, no matter what. Um, what it ends up being, what it gets changed to, uh, it, there, everything's going to have positives and negatives. Uh, I mean, in terms of it's not going to get any easier to follow along than it is right now. I mean, I think in that sense, you have the opportunity for, I mean, we don't know how long this is. This format's going to go for. I mean, hopefully for a long time it proves to be successful like it was last year. But I, I said earlier, I think this format has the opportunity for you could potentially have 20, 25 guys have a chance to win this thing on Sunday, the last round. If the top guys don't play well and some of the middle tier bottom guys play well, I mean, you could have, you know, 20, 20 to 30 guys, 20 to 25 guys within four or five of the lead going into Sunday, which is, I mean, you can't really ask for anything better than that. Whereas in the past, you know, you might have that, but only four of them have a chance to win the FedEx Cup. So that part about it is cool. Um, you know, is it, would it be nice to win a tour championship as well if you don't win the FedEx Cup? Yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, this is, I think, a great a great change, and um, I would think it's a lot better if I'm holding the trophy on Monday, but it's uh, that is what it is. And, um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, gonna, you're always going to have positives and negatives from somebody, no matter what the format is or no matter what the changes are. But... I mean, we're only on year two of this, so we definitely need to at least give it a little bit of a chance in time before uh, we make too many comments on it. But I think, you know, last year proved that it was uh, it's a good change. Appreciate it. Thank mm -hmm. you. Okay, two more. Steve Humber from Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Steve? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hi, Justin. Uh, you're, uh, you're hardly in the uh, need to give Dustin any advice, but you're the only one with any uh, uh, experience of playing with this lead on Thursday. What... How, what is the, now that you've done it, what is, do you think is the best approach and any mistakes that you might have made with it last year? Yeah, Steve, without being disrespectful, I really don't feel like saying that because I don't want to give him any, uh, any advice or things that I wish I would have done better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, generally, what is that experience? What was that? How did you find that experience? It was tough. It just, it was, it was different. It, that's the, the best way to describe it is there's no, there's nothing that we could simulate or, that we've done that is like teeing it up on th when you put your tee in the ground in the first round, you start at 10 under and everyone's behind you. You just, there's nothing that you can, um, nothing that you can replicate that with. So um, DJ will have to experience it. I mean, he's proven that he plays really well with the lead, so I'm sure it won't make much of a difference to him. But uh, yeah, it was tough for me last year. So selfishly, I hope, hope it is for him a little bit too. Yeah, well, thank you. I don't feel disrespected at all. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right, final question. Uh, Steve DiMiglio from USA Today. Steve. 
JT, with what happened with DJ when he sees John Rahm knock in that 66 footer and he loses, I was thinking, how do you guys handle seeing that type of thing? You saw Morikawa when you, you know, you were yeah. 10 seconds away from winning. How do you handle that? Uh, I mean, it, it, in the moment, it's hard. Uh, and luckily, it was for me, he made his putt on top of me and I still had a chance. Whereas, you know, DJ missed his and then the tournament was over just like that when he was looking like he was in better shape because, I mean, it was a, a ridiculous putt that John made. But he was, in a, he was in a scenario. I mean, DJ had to be thinking he's going to – DJ's probably thinking if I two-putt this, he's going to probably – he's going to have a chance to win the tournament because where Rom was – it was virtually impossible without hitting the hole, virtually impossible to get it within two or three feet. So he was going to have to mark and he was going to have some kind of putt for par. And I think John even said it in an interview that he was just really trying to get it in a place to where he can make a par and go to another playoff. And uh, that's just, that's the things that happen though when you win. I mean, you saw his drive on 15, it, it went in the trees and kicked out and he made birdie. It's like, it's what happened to me in Memphis. I mean, I pull hook to five wood and hit the cart path, went over the bridge, and I made birdie. It's like that stuff happens when you win. You make putts like he did in that playoff when you win. Um, it's it, it is it's crazy, and it's hard to swallow sometimes. But, I mean, DJ's won enough to know that weird stuff happens like that when you win. And, and um, I mean, if there's anybody that's, that's going to forget about it and move on, it's going to be DJ because he's been out here long enough and knows that it unfortunately is a part of it. And, um, you know, he's worried, probably just worried about getting himself ready for this week. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cosy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't traveled from home, but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty. 
and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. TourEdge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit footjoy.com slash shoe finder today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also to have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. 
It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com.